Hi, this is Sheldon Primus with Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus. That's the podcast that helps you learn the business of being a safety consultant. I'm going to continue that tradition right now with Safety Consulting 101. This is the second annual Safety Consultant 101 that we're going to do. And I am going to go over everything to finding your perfect client, choosing the name that will fit and resonate with that client. We're going to learn how to write proposals. Can I have a one-on-one time for those people who would like to speak with me one-on-one and time to reflect about what we learn? Learn about partnerships and CEUs and how to use those to boost your business. Learn about event coordination, email marketing, and even instructional design. That's Safety Consulting 101. To find out more information about the event, go to viewstub.com forward slash safety consulting 101. That's viewstub.com forward slash safety consulting 101. In this episode, we're going to learn about promoting yourself through the partnership model and through articles and journals and our tip of the week. Hi, I'm Sheldon Primus. I'm here to help you learn the business of safety consulting. This podcast, The Safety Consultant, will give you the tools to be your own boss by protecting the safety and health of others. It's a win-win. But before this episode, here's a message from our sponsor. Start your own safety consulting business. Your knowledge and experience can give you the freedom of being your own boss. I'm Sheldon Primus. I've been a consultant since 2008. I've developed the Safety Consultant Blueprint to give you a step-by-step guidance to get your safety consulting business started. Go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com, enter the code PODCAST for 20% off of your registration. Experience the amazing feeling of taking charge of your own destination while helping others become safe and sound. Okay, welcome back. So, this week we're going to continue with our series, and this series is coming from the book, Seven Steps to Creating... Well, let's get it right. Seven Steps to Starting a Profitable Safety Consulting Business. So this is my book you get on Amazon. You just go to Amazon.com, type in Sheldon Primus, or just type in seven books for starting a profitable safety consulting business, and you should stumble onto it. I'll do a link in the show notes. So I got to get really fancy about show notes. This is only episode three, right? So I got I to gotta start getting all that stuff going. So what we're going to do today, uh, the steps, by the way, which I probably didn't mention before, but uh, number one was to choose a universal name that relates to your target market. Number two was to secure your domain name as soon as possible. Number three was to start your business before you quit your job. Number four was to write articles for trade journals and other publications. Number five was to get a safety designation. Number six, become an authorized OSHA instructor. And then number seven, partner with an association or safety and health organization. So those are the seven steps to starting a profitable safety consulting business. And that's really just the start. That's your basics. Uh, We could write more books about what to do next after 
those seven steps to advance your business and then to retain clients. And then also uh, there's so many facets on the safety consulting side. So right now we're just going to choose these primary episodes to get you started. So as each episode in each week goes on, then we can start building on the advanced knowledge that you already have. So last week we talked about, uh, we combined step one and two, which is choose your universal name that relates to your target market. And then once you get that, secure your domain name as soon as possible. So now that you're doing that, and the tip last week was to get your business card. So now you've got a few things ready to go. Starting your business before you quit your job, step number three. We're actually going to combine that with step four, and we're going to talk about also writing articles in trade journals and publications. So uh, currently, I have been writing articles as a ghostwriter, but when I first got started... I started out writing articles for trade journals, and then I will from time to time. I'll go back and I'll write for for other trade journals just to make sure that um, I, I get the name out there. So the thing that I wanted to talk about briefly before we get into the other topic, so we'll split the episode like I mentioned before is starting your business now. So one of the things we mentioned in uh, way back in in episode one, way, way back in the way back episode one, back in time, was uh, that tip was to make sure that you get your business started first. And truly, that's a big, big tip because it ages your company. And you want your company to age as quickly as you can so that, let's say, you start in 2019 and you're doing it part-time you can't go full-time yet but you want to start part-time so if you're starting part-time and you want to go full-time in 2025 or 2024 or when you hit a certain age and you're ready to go full-time then your business will already say established as of 2019 that's what I did with uh, with my business. So I actually started it in 2008. I started in conjunction from uh, when I actually uh, went into, uh, we bought a house and we bought this home. Once we did, uh, I decided to use that as being the stepping stone to getting the business started. So I used that address instead of the apartment address. To me, it was a milestone to not have the address of my business being an apartment number. So that's what I did. Since then, we've actually sold the house, and my wife and I are living full-time in RV life because that's the life we choose so I could go and uh, visit clients from all over the world and country and then also uh, do some business trips at the same time. So that's that's truly how I, I appreciate life right now. So one of the, the reasons I wanted to get the company aged was so that when I did start putting on my business card, my company information, it would also say in business since 2008 or something of that, of that sort. Or if someone were to ask, you know, how long you've been in business, they said, oh, we started in 2008. They didn't really need to know the details of me being part-time before I was full-time, which is okay. I, I think it's not lying because it truly isn't unless they ask. And I say, no, I was full-time the whole time. But 
I was part-time, but the business was still running, and I decided to go full-time in 2012 because at that time I was already burnt out, and uh, you could hear the whole story back in episode one, but I was ready to get into working for myself. So at that time, when I wanted to transition, I had basically five years, and it showed that I was actually a full-time, or excuse me, I was in business. I was doing taxes, I was doing everything else I needed to do for the business. So according to the IRS, according to uh, other clients that I had, even part-time, that I was in business. It aged my company, so therefore, when someone wanted to take a class for me, I could actually say I've got history of doing this class from however long it was. And at that time period, I only had about four or five classes that I was rotating and doing uh, over and over again. And what I did was I would uh, part-time now, set the classes up, do my own marketing, make a place for me to get money. And it was truly by uh, people writing checks to me. That's that's really how I started. So I set up a course. I would send out flyers. I'll send out emails. This is the course. Here's the course location. I'd make the location uh, available so that I could uh, have a room set. I would make my contract. So if there was a two-week period that I could cancel before I needed to uh to be committed to paying that space and that will ensure that I had enough people to make it profitable. So my classes would be on days off or it would be on um, uh, weekends. So that's how I got it going initially until I got my foot in the door, got better at it. I decided, okay, let's do this full time because I want to be with my clients during their operation hours, during their business hours. So that's the, uh, the reason why I decided. Hey, this is Sheldon Primus with Safety Consultant with Sheldon Primus. And that's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. I just want to invite you this September to an event called OSHA Compliance Help. This event is going to be co-hosted with my business partner, Kevin Yarbrough. Uh, Kevin Yarbrough has retired from OSHA as the assistant area director of the Tampa office, and he has 26 years of service with OSHA. So in this event, what we're going to do is we're truly going to go over things that have uh, effectively been hard for people to understand about OSHA. So we'll talk about how to survive and thrive through an OSHA audit, OSHA record keeping, understanding the CFRs, how to decode compliance letters, and much, much more. This is going to be your time to truly talk to someone who's been in the business and someone who's been in OSHA together. So go to viewstub.com forward slash OSHA compliance help. Viewstub.com forward slash OSHA compliance help for more information and for event tickets.